welcome to Woo With Us. I'm Denise. And I'm Nicole, and we are your hosts. Going through a spiritual awakening alone is not easy, so we share our own journeys and explore spiritual topics as we align and enlighten our souls. We want you to join us and begin to believe in miracles, magic, and connecting with the other side. So with your heart and mind open, come woo with us. Hello, everyone. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Denise. So this week, we are going to jump in and start talking about the chakras. Um, We are going to go through all seven of the main chakras, what are called the main chakras of the body, over the next few episodes. And, you know, before we get started, I thought I would just kind of entice the listeners by saying it would be really interesting to kind of follow along with these podcasts as they come out, or if you're listening to this in the future, kind of take one, one per week and actually incorporate these into your week. Um, even doing like a seven week kind of um, journey along your chakra system is a really good way and a fun way to get to know your chakras, to kind of notice how they feel, to energize with them, to balance them, to just really just to get to know them on your own personal level. Um, that's how I kind of started my journey with chakras. I did a week with each one. I wore the colors. I ate the foods. I carried the crystals. I did the whole shebang. Um, so I would just, you know, if somebody wants out there wants to do that, I'd highly suggest that as a, as a fun experience. So we're going to jump right in. So we are going to start out with your root chakra, but first let me, let me talk about Let's go like way back to if somebody has no idea what a chakra is or what the heck we're talking about. So (laughs) what is a chakra? So chakra is actually a Sanskrit word and it means wheel or disc. And these within your physical body are said to be the main energy points that hold and store your physical body's energy. And there are seven main chakra systems aligned all along your spine. And a lot of people, I guess, see them as a vortex kind of shape. Um, if you want to think about like, if you're, if you're looking from the midline of your body, they kind of expand outwards um, to the right and the left, almost in like a vortex kind of shape out of the front of your body, but also out of the back of your body. So this energy is flowing front ways and back ways. It's not just necessarily in one spot or really physically within your body. They can extend outwards. That may be extremely confusing for anybody that doesn't understand energy and how energy works, but I promise, um, trust us. (laughs) Um, What I kind of like to, like, this is how I learned and understood the chakra system. I, I feel like if your body is like a bunch of different highways, let's think about all of the energy systems in your body as like a bunch of different highways. You have all of these meridians, like in acupuncture, they follow these meridian lines, these meridian points all throughout your body, all these places where energy is flowing. And then I think about, so those are the highways. And then the main chakras are like the toll booths of a highway. And in order for this energy to kind of flow freely, they have to make it through these toll booths. They, the toll booths can't be shut down. They can't be blocked in any way or else that energy can no longer flow freely or it's flowing through very slowly. 
And so all of this causes stagnation. It causes a bunch of emotional issues, which we'll find out as we go through the chakras, which ones are associated with kinds of emotions and kinds of physical, um, physical pains and things within your body. So a lot of people say they can see the chakras as these vortexes of energy. Um, I tend to just feel them more so than see them. I don't see the colors or anything. I feel them. Um, but these chakras, they store our energy, our thoughts, our feelings, memories, experiences, um, any of our actions that we take, they're directly related to our behavior, our mindset, our emotions, our emotional health, our physical health. Um, they're very, very important. And I believe, and you, I know, also believe as an energy healer that the energy within these chakras can be transmuted. We, we can shift it. We can release it and we can um, consciously heal and restore these chakras if they've, you know, through trauma or life experiences or um, whatever else has happened to us. So as we go through, you'll notice each of the chakra, um, each of the chakras holds beliefs, emotions, and memories that are related to specific areas and physical body parts. The lower chakras, which are considered like the three lower chakras are related to earthly matters. Um, so survival, sex, power. The top three chakras are related to higher consciousness. So truth, intuition, and purpose. And then your middle or heart chakra is kind of that bridge, right? It bridges those lower kind of earthly um, parts of us with the higher spiritual parts of us. Do you have anything to add, Nicole, about chakras, maybe kind of how you understand them to be or? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'd say that everything that you discussed was, was my understanding of chakras also. I do think that I became more interested in each individual chakra when I started learning more about Reiki and doing Reiki healing, um, understanding that, you know, there are certain ones just by things that are happening in your life, how you feel, your behaviors that can indicate if they're not working, not, you know, they're blocked or they're misaligned. Um, and that could really affect how you are in life and, and focusing on these. That's why I think that, you know, going back to the Reiki, it's, it's about energy healing. And, you know, I know myself as a Reiki person and Denise also, uh, we focus on the chakras and really bringing energy into the ones, especially that need more help. And we're kind of focusing on all of them a lot of times, but, you know, there are certain ones that we can kind of feel intuitively or from our discussion with our clients that need a little bit more assistance. And I think that the lower ones are important. I never realized until I started doing Reiki that the lower ones are blocked. It's going to prevent you from from the energy from going up as easily also so it is important i want to focus on all the high ones because they feel good but in order to be really grounded and feel really good and have that energy flow properly you really do need to focus on the lower ones first and kind of work your way up exactly it's kind of it's like the same thing they're like um toll boosts for each other really <laughs> yes yes all right so the, the seven main chakras, right? 
And the very first one, you always start uh, from the lowest, from the bottom. The number one, chakra number one, is the root chakra. And in Sanskrit, it's called, please, I apologize if I butcher the Sanskrit names, uh, is called Muladhara. And the location is at the base of your spine or your pubic bone. I, I almost kind of always think of it like right in between your hip space or in between your thighs is kind of the area that that chakra takes up. It's associated with the color red and it's associated with the element of earth, which makes sense. This is where you're grounding into your physical kind of being in your root chakra. And there's also, um, which I found interesting, this is something that I'm kind of just now getting into, um, is more of the sound healing and kind of the musical notes that are associated with each of the chakras we'll talk about too. So it's said if a, the musical note of C is said to vibrate at the same um, level as your root chakra would. The physical system that's associated with your root chakra is the orthopedic system. And then the adrenal glands are what are associated with your root chakra. And fun tip, the, there are seven gland systems within the human body and they each are associated to a chakra. And I find that fascinating because chakras and the idea of chakras have been around for centuries, long before we knew anything about the human body and the different, um, you know, systems that were associated. So I just found it fascinating that we science scientifically found seven systems while this historical energetic system was also seven physical energy systems. So I, just, I think that's interesting. Each chakra, <clears throat> excuse me, each chakra has a symbol that's also associated with it. And the root chakra is, um, let me go back. So each of the symbols actually has a circle within it. And the circle in each symbol represents infinity, the nature, the cyclical, the cyclical nature of life, of energy, the connection to ourselves and the unity like of ourselves. So each symbol has, contains a circle. Everyone that's the same thing they all have in common. The root chakra has four petals associated with it. And those four petals represent the mind, the intellect, the consciousness, and the ego. So I found that pretty interesting that each one actually has associative symbolism along with it too. And the root chakra, it relates to like our familial patterns, right? It relates to our childhood, our upbringing, how we connect to others, um, survival instincts, feeling safe, feeling secure, um, our physical identity of who we, we really believe we are, and then the social aspect of ourselves. Um, <clears throat> on a, going back to the physical um, level of the root chakra, so we said that orthopedic and adrenals are what they were associated with. And so to tie that into your, you know, understanding your actual physical body, these are associated with the organs of elimination. So your intestines, your kidneys, your bladder. Um, it's said that if you have any issues with any of these types of things on a physical level, 
that's probably a pretty good sign that you have um, an energetic imbalance in that chakra. Um, so like, what are some examples? Like menstrual cramps, um, the female parts, uh, lower back pain, um, hemorrhoids, colon issues, anything like that would be associated with um, the root chakra imbalances. And then there are um, mantras that a lot of people like to say along with each chakra as well. And the mantra that goes along with um, the root chakra is I am. And I believe it is Lam. Um, and this, in the, that's the Sanskrit is the meditation Lam. So if you were to do um, a meditation where you just either said I am and focus on that mantra or you focus on the sound of LAM, that's going to vibrate with your root chakra. And I, I encourage everybody to try that out. Just sit with that sound and see where you feel it in your body. Um, I think you probably notice that you will feel it in that lower chakra root area. Um, some affirmations to say to help you um, get connected to your root chakra. I am safe, I am secure, I am calm, I am taken care of, I am grounded, um, I am always provided for. Am I, am I missing any affirmations? I'm trying to go off of the few that I have here. I mean, I think that there's so many, you know, I'm at peace with the here and now I am responsible. Um, I am financially secure, you know, I, I think it's just any kind of variation of that being secure, being taken care of nourishing your body, being grounded, being in touch with the earth. I think all of those, there's so many affirmations that you could have, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Make up your own for sure. Like if, if right. you feel something that calls to you that is associated with your root chakra or feeling like safe or secure or grounded, make up your own. It's perfectly acceptable too. So that's really, um, that's the notes that I had as far as the generic kind of basic understanding of the root chakra. Um, I'm going to let Nicole take it over and get into like the juicy bits, um, talking about how do you know if that chakra is balanced? How do you know if it's unbalanced? And then what can you do about that? And Nicole, if, if you have any other like, you know, generic notes or basic notes about the root chakra. Okay. So, um, balanced root chakra, I feel you'll know when you're balanced because you'll be able to tap into calm and steady energy. Um, that's really what the chakra has is, you know, calm, steady, secure energy. Um, you're going to feel like your basic needs are met. So you can focus on other things in your life. You're not going to be worried about your job and your financials. You're going to, you're going to know that you have a roof over your head and food and, you know, everything that you need. Um, you're going to feel energized. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel centered and calm. Um, I think that you'll also have like strong willpower, um, persistence, endurance. I really think of this as being like the building block for like getting through life. You know, um, you're going to have a sense of self-preservation. Um, you're just going to feel stable. 
When you notice that you have an unbalanced root chakra, um, you're going to most likely experience uh, depression, um, constipation. Uh, you're going to feel stressed or anxious. You may have difficulty sleeping or you also feel really tired. Um, your immunity could be weakened. You're going to maybe have issues in the lower parts of your body. You're going to feel maybe pains in your lower legs and your back and your feet, maybe the base of your spine. Um, you notice that maybe you have an inability to trust that you will be provided for and the earth is there to support and nourish you. Um, you could doubt your place in the universe, may have a crisis of faith, loss of will, may also feel distracted. Um, you could feel rushed moving from one task to the other. You could feel stuck, have the inability to take action. You also may be prone to anger, letting it build and then erupting. Um, so these are the common things that to look out for to notice if maybe you need to do some work on your root chakra. And I also do want to say again that, um, you know, this is the most common chakra to have balances and weaknesses in. And if this chakra is blocked or unbalanced, your other chakras are likely to be out of alignment as well. So that's why it is really important to work on your root chakra and kind of do that first. Um, here's some general things that you can do to balance your root chakra. Wear red. Um, red is associated with the root chakra. Uh, dance, which is something that I feel the inclination to do, but always worry about what everybody else is thinking. So if you are like me, then go in your room, shut the door and have a little dance party. No one has to watch you just, and don't be so caught up in it. It's just about moving your body. It's just about having fun. Um, in yoga, there's a position called the tree pose. Uh, I, I associate anything with the tree, with the root, with grounding. So that makes sense to me. Doing the tree pose is something that will kind of ground you and get you focused more on your root chakra. Um, taking a mindful walk through nature, which is something that I struggle with because when I take a walk, I'm usually also trying to do something else. Multitasking has been the way of our society, but I really think that we need to get back to not multitasking so much. So when you are taking a walk in nature, just take a walk in nature. Notice the trees, notice the birds, notice the squirrels, notice the leaves. Be aware of your surroundings and not get so caught up in your head and on everything else that you're focusing on. Um, sound is really good for getting back to your root chakra and balancing meditation. Um, affirmations, breath work, uh, they even say touch is good. So touching yourself or being touched by somebody else kind of brings you back to your root chakra and balances your root chakra. Um, they talk about sounds like singing bowls and gong sounds and sound baths as being really good for balancing your root chakra. And there's so many things you can find online through Apple Music or YouTube or whatever. You don't even have to have an account anywhere. There's free things out there that if you feel like you need to work on your root chakra. You can even look up root chakra balancing and, and there will be so many things that come up. Um, so then more specifically, I wanted to also talk about um, 
crystals. And with the root chakra, I found a million crystals that are associated with the root chakra. But I want you to think mostly of the reds and browns and blacks. Those earthly tones usually have some kind of connection to the root chakra. Um, so garnet is supposed to be good for regenerative, regenerative energy, raising your low energy, uh, supporting your physical and emotional health, raising your courage and strength and grounding your body's energy. Um, hematite, which I actually have a hematite. It's kind of hard to see, but it's kind of like a, like a silver gray color. Um, it neutralizes negativity. Um, they, they say that it actually borrows energy from your aura, which has more energy anyway, and filters it into your base chakra until your chakra is balanced. Um, it centers you into the present moment, um, makes you the master of your mind, and it also grounds you. Um, black obsidian is another one. This is naturally protective, I believe. I always get my black ones mixed up just because they kind of obsidian and onyx, I believe this is obsidian, um, but it is a, a, you know, a black stone. It's protective. It helps you show the truth of your soul, helps you trust your instincts. Um, it helps you feel more stable and strong and help dissolve old traumas uh, to help you get to a higher vibration. Um, black tourmaline is said to also be really protective, clears away negative vibrations. This is one that actually is really recommended to kind of have like a, a um, some kind of black tourmaline that you put near your electronic devices, like your phone at night. It helps keep you safe from those um, electromagnetic vibes that come off of your electronics, you know, by your computer in your office, by your phone, um, you know, it's just, it's supposed to help protect you from that. And it provides support for your adrenal glands and it's supposed to help increase your energy levels. Um, red Jasper is good uh, for, it's a nurturing stone. It's good actually for your root and your sacral chakra. It's known to have a fierce energy. It's a stone of endurance, raises your motivation, your vitality, connects you to your power shakes up your passion, um, gives you inner strength and confidence, helps you overcome obstacles and challenges, and it connects you back to the earth. Um, then let's go to carnelian, which is a creative stone. It's also associated with the sacral chakra and it reminds you of the joys in life, feeling confident, uh, radiating your energy, having courage, inspiration, and passion, endurance, and strength. Um, then there's tiger's eye, which is going to be kind of like a, a brownish stone. It's really hard to show you these stones in this light, but that's what tiger's eye looks like. It's powerful and protective. It strengthens your root chakra. Um, it gives you the feeling that there's nothing you can't handle improves your body language, help you, helps you communicate your wants, needs, and desires to the world. It clears your toxic energy, and it keeps you grounded. And then the last one I want to talk about is smoky quartz. Um, this connects and clears the root chakra. It also works with the crown chakra. It connects you deeply with the earth, 
It's actually an amplifier as well. It's a messenger of the universe, teaches us to let go of what no longer serves us. So at those times when, what is it, the full moon, when you're letting go, this may be a stone that would be good to use to help you let go of, of that that no longer serves. Um, and it helps you see a clear path to take and it dissolves um, your blocks without creating any kind of emotional um, upset. Uh, good things to do with crystals are to put them in your pocket. Maybe when you're taking a walk or throughout the day, you can put them in your purse. You can put them in your car. Um, you if can wear them. You can put them in your bra. I've known people yes. put them in their bras. <laughs> bra is huge. <laughs> there was a time when I was like loading myself down with all the crystals. And so I had some jewelry and bracelets and rings and earrings. And then I was like, but I still need this one and I don't have it in jewelry. So I'd shove it in my bra and then, okay, maybe I'll need this one too. So yes, bras are a good hiding place for them as well. Um, and then also um, you can put them next to your bed. You can put them under your pillow. You can put them in certain places in your house, like the tourmaline near your phone or near your computer, near your TV. Um, and also using them in meditation is really good. So any of those ways to use crystals um, is, is highly helpful to your body. We will have to do a crystal episode very soon, possibly more than one. <laughs> I know we yes. both love crystals, so we could probably do a couple of episodes on different types, how to use them. So we'll, we'll get you guys that soon. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to give you a little basis for like, these go with the, this certain chakra that we're talking about. So if you happen to have some of them, you can use them now. Um, essential oils are also really good. Um, lavender is supposed to be kind of a universal oil that nourishes all the chakras. So that's always a good go-to. Um, cedar wood has protective properties. It promotes security and safety, elevates your mood, reduces stress and anxiety. Uh, frankincense is good for balance and calming and grounding. Uh, patchouli is good for uh, increasing feelings of stability and peace. It reduces your feelings of insecurity and isolation and anxiety, and it makes us feel connected with abundance. Um, red, probably should ignore this one because I don't exactly know how to pronounce it, spike nerd. Seems like that would be easy to pronounce. I've never even heard of that before. Okay, S-P-I-K-E-N-A-R-D. You know, another good thing is either in our YouTube channel or in our podcast, maybe we'll include some links at some point in time that kind of connects you to some of the resources that I found that talk about crystals and essential oils just because some of them are spelled funny and maybe you want to see them, so... Red spikenard is a, has a grounding effect. It allows you to gain control of your life. It helps you stabilize when you're feeling unsafe in your physical body. Uh, sandalwood is good. It helps you center and calm the mind. It opens and balances the root chakra, promotes mental alertness, and reduces anxiety and insomnia. And some of the ways to use essential oils are to place them directly on your body. Some you do have to be careful with, like I know some of the citrus ones, don't put them on your body and then go out in the sun because it makes your, your skin 
more sensitive to sunlight. Um, and you also may have a reaction to certain uh, of the essential oils. So be careful with that, but you can place it on your body. Um, they recommend like at the, at your back, back of your neck, the bottoms of your feet. Those are all good places to put essential oils. You can put them in a diffuser, um, especially when you're meditating, but even throughout the day. And then also they say that you can actually put them in bath water or you can infuse them in lotions. So these are other good ways to kind of bring um, essential oils into your life. And especially if you can even mix them, you know, say that you feel like your root chakra and your sacral chakra and your solar plexus are all a mess, then you could mix some different scents that you like that help focus on these. And that could kind of help with all of them at the same time. So you can also mix and match. And then the last thing I want to talk to you about are foods that are good for, um, working on your root chakra. So I want you to think about red foods. So think red apples, think beets, tomatoes, pomegranates, strawberries, raspberries, um, adding root vegetables into your diet is good. So sweet potatoes and carrots and turnips, garlic, parsnips, onions, rutabaga, ginger, and turmeric are all good. And then protein rich foods, they say is good as well, like your eggs and beans and nuts and your lean meats. And then they also recommend a couple spices like paprika and cayenne and horseradish. These are all supposed to be really good for root chakras. And think about it, you know, we hear this all the time with the food pyramid. And since the food pyramid's kind of been changing, they talk about just eating the colors of the rainbow. Our root chakras are related to all the colors of the rainbow. So if you start focusing on eating more foods that are the colors of the rainbow, I really think that's going to help you naturally just kind of balance all of your root chakras. So that's good to note as well. Anything that you want to add to that? No, I think you nailed it. I mean, that was some really, really good stuff. Um, like you said, I will um, post a lot of what was mentioned in the show notes today so that you can, you know, if you miss something or you're driving and you really wanted to kind of know what kind of crystals and oils that um, Nicole mentioned, we'll go ahead and post that in the show notes for you. The root chakra for me is like you said, also the most important to get balanced. It is going to and go back and listen to our episode about grounding. Um, if you want even more information on why that's so important, um, it's just like the basis of your existence, right? Like we live in a physical body. You have to be, feel safe, feel like your body is home before I think you can really start to balance and heal anything else and actually get to the level of higher consciousness, connecting with your soul, connecting with spirit, um, and your intuition and all of those things. So with that, I don't have anything else to add about the root chakra. Um, Nicole, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So next week we will jump into the second chakra, which is the sacral chakra, and we will see you then. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe. So you won't miss another. If you feel called to do so, please give us a five-star rating. This helps our podcast reach a broader community and enlighten more souls.